Welcome to Melanated Discussions, a podcast which indulges in blackness while connecting Ohio State students with the broader Columbus community. It is our goal to bridge the gap between black Ohio State students and the greater Columbus community through engaging conversations on various impactful topics that concern the black community. Through conversations like the one we are about to have today, we hope to equip you with amazing resources in the Columbus community while learning more about some of the amazing melanated people that make our community and our university thrive. Welcome everyone to episode two of Melanated Discussions. In this episode, we will be discussing black student mental health in college. September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. And we would like to not only discuss potential challenges we face as minorities on campus, but also share resources for those that may be struggling and don't know where to start. I'm your host, Nia. I'm a fourth year biology major, psychology minor, and I am on the Community Relations Committee for Black Caucus. And today we are here with Samola Osine from Black Mental Health Coalition. We also have Nevea Rash and Ogechi Morocco from Black Students in Psychology and Neuroscience with us. I'll let our guests introduce themselves. Okay, hi everybody. I'm Samoa Sign, and I am a second year biology major, and I'm with the Black Mental Health Coalition as the marketing chair. Hello, everyone. My name is Ogechi Morocco. I'm a second year psychology student, and I am here for as the marketing chair for Black students in psychology and neuroscience. Hello, my name is Nevea. I'm a third year health science previous psych major, and I am here as the president of Black Students in Psych and Neuroscience. Okay, y'all ready to get into it? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so we're all Black on a PWI campus, and so with that being said, being a college student is already hard enough given that more than 60% of college students met the criteria for at least one mental health problem, according to the Healthy Mind study, which collects data from 373 campuses nationwide. This is from 2020 to 2021. And of course, we also had COVID that began in 2020, which had a huge impact on the conversation surrounding mental health, which also increased a lot of the cases of mental health across the campus. Looking specifically at black mental health within college students, what do you guys all propose the numbers are? Or do you guys have a rough estimate of what you think? I think as minority students, there's like a lot of stigma around what we necessarily share in like surveys and research. But I know just interacting with my peers, I would assume the number is pretty high. I don't think above 50 percent. Yeah, probably like 60, 70 five-ish range of like that yeah I definitely think it's up there just talking with my friends and there's a lot of instances where it's like I don't say you could tell they have a mental health problem but like they talk about things that are mental health problems but they don't call it that so yeah I would say it's very high I feel like it could be even higher especially concerning like cases that we don't even know about it's because like in the black community like the subject around mental health is pretty like taboo so like even even for those who like are feeling like more more open to express their mental health issues but like comparing to like the numbers of people who are still like kind of like iffy about even like expressing their mental health issues so i feel like the number could be even higher than we think it is mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of like unknown cases we can know about right and recently like it's hard to kind of get collective data 
um, when everything is so close. So like even data from last year is still hard to like see those numbers. But from studies from 62 institutions, even in 2018, 40% of black college students experience mental health issues. And so this was kind of before COVID, but obviously that probably increased the number. So what do you think it looks like today following COVID and then different things that, you know, the black community had experienced during COVID times, situations of police brutality and different things like that. Do you guys think like the numbers are a lot higher or how do you think like those different experiences affect the numbers of uh, like mental health issues in the black community? I feel like being on campus and enduring society outside of campus on top of dealing with like the society that you deal with within even though we're not like a private school this is you know you still have your academic and your college life versus like what you're experiencing outside I feel like putting those two together there's definitely an increase because with media like we're exposed to so much and then we come to school and it's like bleeding over over here because you know we're like brought up in classrooms like oh this is that or that's this like that's really the only time we ever see ourselves in the classroom is when it's like trauma-based. Mm -hmm. So I feel like definitely when we're even interacting in academic spaces, it's still there. Like that, the level of trauma or like things that aren't necessarily supportive of mental health are there and we have to engage with them pretty consistently. So I, I think the numbers are increasing. Yeah, definitely. If not even skyrocketing, I don't know, to me, especially with like things on campus, that I would say me before coming to OSU did not experience like in my home city, I guess like the different groups coming to campus saying whatever, like and all those things and like us wanting more pushback from the university for things like that. I feel like it puts black students and minority students in a really tight spot to where these things are like getting out of control, especially with just like everything happened politically, like this talk about affirmative action and stuff like that, I feel like it just yeah. gives increased anxiousness, especially because, like, a lot of us are, like, wondering, like, about our scholarships and things like that and, like, just where this puts us. So I'd say it's increased in your community. Yeah, I definitely agree, especially since, like, with incoming, like, black students and students of color, I feel like coming into, like, a PWI environment can be a very, like, big change of environment especially if you came from like a different background like for example me personally in high school I went to a predominantly black high school so like transitioning from that to a PWI with all the like events happening at the same time like the affirmative action cases or like the COVID cases and police brutality is definitely a big shift and we're expected to like adjust to it it's well adjusting like other factors like transitioning into adulthood and stuff like that so I definitely feel like because of like all those factors coming in all at once the cases have been definitely like skyrocketing I feel like it's very important for like us to like advocate for like those resources <laughs> help us like engage in the community to help like those people who are like dealing with those big changes provide support yeah. for like acclimating into college yeah. Yeah. while being black at a, or being a person of color at a PWI like I understand. Yeah. Yeah, and I would definitely have to say because it's crazy that like I don't know, like other people worry about like I don't know the basic things coming to college, but then like I feel like for Black students, minority students, it's like okay, we got to worry about this on top of this on top of this. Yeah. Especially at a PWI, which is insane to me. It's like a thousand things are running through our minds when like not that many are running through other people's, mm -hmm. and it's like everything's processed in a different way. Like, is this gonna do this for me? Like, 
you know, hinder me. I don't know, especially, yeah, just the PWI in general is, it's the problem. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely think we have a lot more things to consider even when making smaller decisions we consider things outside factors even while we're supposed to be students and obviously we're focused on our degree and things Mm -hmm. so it's a lot more common for us to also have to consider things that affect our family members at home or you know just a lot of outside factors that some other students don't have to think about they just get to be a student Mm -hmm. yeah and so that's hard sometimes and you guys we kind of already touched on it but like so a lot of the times we encounter or like talk about black people in school it's mostly like through a negative connotation or it kind of is like through a trauma traumatic experience and so we kind of don't necessarily see our uh, black representatives in positive lights or you know higher roles except in those classes like some african-american studies courses or things like that but like do you feel like also the increase in numbers could be due to like not enough support from our institution like when we're affected by things in the community or like even the the reason that we may struggle with wanting to be more open about things or even around ourselves is because of not having enough support in our the community i actually changed my major because i felt like there was a lack of support i was previously a psych major and then i switched over to health sciences i'm on the pre-med track so either way i was going to be a stem major but i just felt like in the classroom where I seen myself, like any reflection of myself, it would just be like, oh, this is an example of how these factors impact, quote unquote, like ethnic people. And that would be the it. And I just like, that would be it. And I felt like, even when I'm like begging and drawing and asking for more, like, yes, I understand there's a difference in how like culturally we're raised, but there's only like, we're just given like a disclaimer, like, oh, okay, like, yeah, you know, it's different in every household, but we're gonna focus mainly on what we're allowed, like what we see, and that is the world through the white lens. And it was so frustrating to go into classrooms and have the goal of like, okay, I'm, I'm coming here to make sure that I'm advocating and taking up space for black people and feeling like I'm gonna be able to represent and draw knowledge from this space, this, this academic space, when I can't even, take what I'm learning here and apply it to my life. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't go home and be like, I learned this about this in the classroom. Like, there are conversations that people have at HBCUs or or even with like their universities when they're calling in black professors, like, hey, let's talk about the trauma of whooping a child or let's talk about the trauma of, you know, whatever culturally significant things happen in black households they're getting that experience and they're able to withdraw the information from that and apply it to real life and it was so frustrating because you're walking in with the expectation like this is a university i'm here with the expectation that i'm going to be able to first of all i'm paying all this money like i'm here to expand and learn so much and it just wasn't enough like i was being fed so much that i couldn't like i couldn't realistically use like going into spaces where i'm working with youth or inner city kids or black kids and it's just like you're the exceptional case and i know nothing about it i don't know how to do anything outside of use my personal experience to guide you so yeah yeah so that was kind of was my next question like how do you feel osu specifically like the role that they kind of play in either the lack or if you guys feel like there is enough support i guess for us or the reason why like mental health is kind of maybe not talked about around here as much as it's experienced but i think also kind of said a lot about it just seems a little bit more surface level being at a pwi the like conversations around mental health and the different 
uh, things that people with mental health experience is kind of like they don't go deep into some things that truly happen that right. uh, like black people or like experience in their homes so you kind of like yeah went into that do you guys have anything you want to share about how you feel uh like osu specifically plays a role into the reason why it might not be so much talked about for us and the people who deal with mental health issues yeah i would have to say that like osu specifically i don't know okay so i feel like there is resources out there but the way that i would say it's like put out is maybe the problem but then again I personally haven't like sought out these resources for myself which is like a whole nother I don't know discussion about that but I don't know I feel like it's because like the school when they bring up like wellness and like counselors and all that stuff they talk about it within relation to you just being a student if that makes sense but for me it's like mine is like I feel like my problems go to like a place where I need something more specific I don't know like something like okay how about being first generation and a student, right. being black and a student, being a first generation immigrant and a student. And I don't know, maybe that's unrealistic for them to get that specific or like try to put those resources out like that. But with the school with this many resources that we already have right. already, I feel like they can make it happen. So I don't know, that's just me. But. Yeah, kind of like going off what you said, is like they give out the resources, but it's like, the resources they like give out they kind of apply it in a way where it's like just like one dimensional but like the thing is like they don't really take into consideration like the intersectionality aspect of different students like people come from like very different backgrounds and people have like very different stories like for example i'm my parents are nigerian immigrants so i grew up in a nigerian household and like i grew up with like very different experiences from like an african-american would and and so it's like you can't really just like i get the like they can't really like do everything but it's just like the thought would like be appreciated because it's just like the resources they give out is just like they can like generalize it yeah. in a way where it's just like is it really for me and like what would i get out of this you know it's like seems like it's not as helpful as it could be if yeah. it was more specialized to what mm-hmm. kind of things that we may specifically experience yeah definitely but i feel like even my friends who have gone out their way to try to use these resources like as much as they can the criteria and the wait times that they've been telling me have been like crazy like yeah. i don't know so that's another thing so i'm like especially with the campus with so many students and mental health being a huge factor in just being a student in college you know you guys already know with the way our education is and like especially if you're a stem major i mean all the majors mm. but me personally yeah. the labs and stuff go crazy like i don't know yeah. i feel like with that they could you know try to expand that more to make it even more accessible for everyone like we're so many people at this college like yeah yeah and the amount of black people too like i feel like it could be dispersed to us in a better way to piggyback off of Gitchy's like comment about intersectionality i feel like being a black woman in STEM, being first generation, and then coming here and not having the tools. Like, we are just numbers to our advisors. So it's it's even hard to be like, I know where I can go since I don't have necessarily like a parent in my corner to say, hey, like, you know, this is where you can get this information or this is where da da da. Even when you're reaching out to your advisor, it's like, wow, you're going to be booked up for two months and I have to wait. And at that time, you know, I'm already going to experience midterms. I'm experiencing, you know, outrageous scenarios in lab or I'm 
constantly having to validate my experience and validate my point when all I actually just want is somebody to be able to be like, okay, this is where you can go. These are the resources they have available to you. Mm -hmm. And even like that amount of support is not enough, but that would be enough for people to be like, okay, networking can get us through because the community that we have here at OSU as black students, I feel is really strong, especially because we're such a big school. I know like when I see a black face, I'm not scared to be like, hi. Cause I know like y'all see me, like I see you. So it's like, I know even with just the, the smallest amount of support where we have access to those resources, if you didn't know about it, a friend of a friend knows about it and that's just the hood is going to get us through it. Cause I'm like, Hey, I seen your friend. I see her, like she's stressed. I know where she can get tutoring at, or I know where she can find a black counselor mm -hmm. even just something as small as that i feel like we don't have the amount of support that's necessary to help us as a community collectively you know come together and utilize all the resources that we know individually and put them all in the same space like we don't have <laughs> the resources to be like okay yeah i know i know a friend of a friend who can help you so i've also heard a lot of people talk about the lack of representation and even the the resources like yeah okay how is somebody who doesn't look like me supposed to help me through some of the things that people who look like me go through right so even with an increase in resources there also could be a better or an increase in representation that we see and that's why it also is important for conversations like this to get people like us into these positions to help the people that are coming in after us so if you guys feel comfortable sharing how has it been like navigating your own mental health while being a student like how has that impacted your educational career i would definitely say like i don't know especially freshman year okay that was just last year for me i don't know it was just a crazy crazy journey i don't know i would definitely have to say like me my mental health in my education just go hand in hand like every single aspect of my life like if my mental health mm -hmm. thrown off every single thing would be thrown off like my communication with friends family my extracurriculars the things i like to do they will all be thrown off and last year i don't know it was just a lot i guess it was a change even though it's even hard for me to acknowledge that because i'm like oh i was ready for college but i clearly wasn't but yeah i would definitely have to say that because my mental health wasn't in a great place at the time like even starting out in school like it was kind of rough like i'm not even gonna get into you know the assignments stuff like that and just the increased expectation mm -hmm. but yeah it was definitely a struggle i'm glad that i got out of that now but just seeing how much mental health like impacts literally every aspect of life that's why i feel like it should be such a high priority for all of us mm -hmm. so yeah mine has been like very interesting back and forth i started my mental health journey kind of late like literally like last There's summer no such thing as starting late you're on your yeah. own time yeah <laughs> that's true but like i still like started this summer <laughs> yeah i feel like with my mental health last year I remember telling myself, oh, I want to be like a counselor, like a therapist and such. But this summer, I felt like reflecting back on like my whole education and stuff, I, I kind of like realized that it's not that I wanted to be a therapist. It's just that like, I was kind of like idolizing the idea of like therapy and such because growing up, I never got that kind of those like resources and stuff mm. so and like the whole idea aspect of like self-care mm -hmm. was kind of like 
something that I wanted growing up, but I didn't because like the way I grew up, mental health was not discussed at all in my mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. It's just like by the time it was like discussed, I was already like out in college and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was just like that whole like revelation of like I don't really want like actually be a counselor. So it's just like yeah i feel like my mental health was kind of tied with my education because it was kind of like influencing i guess like the idea of me like addressing my mental health i was kind of like idolizing that idea and like idolizing the whole aspect of self-care without like actually taking the actions that i needed to actually address my, like, mental health and such yeah it's a lot i'm still learning i'm like at the beginning of my Whole mental health journey but we'll get through it you will <laughs> my personal experience with education and my mental health is like it's all over the place but honestly i feel like i really have to reiterate when i say i'm first gen like i'm the first to graduate high school like first gen so when i came here it was like academic validation was my real like my mojo like if i wasn't passing with an a i felt like i don't belong here like it was so it there's just so many like my identity is really tied to it and when you experience something that negates you from success there was so much for me like it was more than just oh this is a challenge like it was like you're telling i'm telling myself like nevaeh if you don't get this together you just you might as well just drop out because you're you don't need to be here like why are you coming up here somebody's paying for you to be here you're taking up space and you're not excelling like what are you doing your your only responsibility is to like be a student and work a job and then you know be a big sister and do the and, da, da, da. and it would be like it's like so intimidating because i didn't have the resources or the communication skills to like be realistic with myself and say like hey school is a journey and everything that you endure is for a reason so like my personal experience with it is it's been a lot like like you said like freshman year was so hard especially coming in first gen coming in being black in in stem like it's an intimidating field it's so much imposter syndrome it's like overwhelming and then when you like recognize it like my brain is just like why are you telling yourself that like we're not here to talk about this like you don't have time to be sad girl you got stuff to do like we don't have time for that so it was like it's it's been hard to like even acknowledge the fact that when things go wrong it's not like oh it's your fault it's you're neglecting yourself you're not taking the time to really even realize that you're creating patterns that basically set you up for error it's been a lot it's definitely been a lot but where i am now in my journey i feel like there's a lot more communication and i give myself a lot more grace Mm -hmm. because coming into this like i said the imposter syndrome is real like i came here i'm like i'm gonna take up space i want to be you know, I want to be in these white people's face. Like, I want to be that black girl on campus who is on her P's and Q's. So when you come in here and you're not on your P's and Q's, it's like your self-worth is is questioned. Like, you're like, am I really here for a good reason? Is so- somebody's paying for me to be here. Somebody is paying for me to be here and I'm, I'm wasting somebody's money. And that's all I used to think. Like, h- how do you have time to make mistakes? Like, it was bad. But now that I'm like third year experience some other things I feel like the most challenging part is being able to sit down and like have that communication with yourself and say like hey you know I'm noticing you're experiencing like you want to procrastinate is there something going on why are you avoiding this you know like we need to talk about it like get into the nitty-gritty about it like journaling for me is like 
Mm-hmm. I know it kind of sounds corny, but like that's no, really like eat. that's like I really have to sit down and t- like talk to yourself. I'm like, it, yeah. you know, you read you read today, you did your work, you did your you know, and go back and read reread what I said yesterday. I'm like, wow, Nevaeh, like you're experiencing a lot, like you're holding on to a lot, and you need to take time to like really reflect on yourself and make sure that you're in a state where you can accept you know, this challenge and make sure that you're safe and enduring the next challenge. Like you have, it's your responsibility to take care of this before you accept anything else. Because before I'm a student, I am a person Mm -hmm. and it is my priority to take care of myself before I can perform as a student, as a woman in STEM, as a black person here taking up space. I can't advocate for anything if I'm not well myself. So once I had that like reality, everything has changed for me and it's been it's not easy it's not easy by any means but it's amazing because I now have like the experience and the wisdom to be like hey 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 you know you're fine you know like redirecting is something people like tell me all the time I'm like I've become people off I'm like no 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 you're not wrong you're not wrong everything you're saying is valid like don't ever invalidate your own experience because somebody's not there to pat you on your back like if you need the pat on the back I'll be the pat on the back but you have to recognize like what you're doing is not wrong. It's a reflection. It's tell it's a it's a pattern. It's a reflection. You're learning something in this moment. You have to slow down and take something away from this. So like it's definitely been it's definitely been a journey for sure. It's definitely been a journey. Yeah. Hearing y'all say all those things, I'm like in my head like, wow, like we actually go through a lot yeah. of the same stuff. Like me, I feel like being a fourth year, like now. I went through so many different things. Like I, I was, I did dual enrollment when I was in high school, so I'm kind of like a transfer student. So yeah. I've only been here three years as a fourth year student. So it's I had a lot less time to get my stuff together before I have to graduate and go into the real world. And like with me, like being in STEM, it was kind of the same thing. Like you were talking about, like imposter syndrome, and like for me. I was putting a lot of pressure on myself because I I feel like I have to do all of these things to achieve. And like mm-hmm. being in STEM and with having the goals that I want, I was like doing all these different things, like being involved in all these different, like volunteering, being yes, involved in all uh, these different uh, groups, having a job, having two those jobs, hours, those getting like hours, a, yeah. all clinical experience. I feel like being a, like, a person, a STEM, like, it's just, it takes a lot of stress on you and a toll on you, and it's like, even, you have to take a step back, and that's kind of where I've reached a point between now and, like, kind of the last year of, like, just realizing that I also need to set time for myself to, like, regroup, recollect, like, even the weekends I would have, like, volunteering or different things like that, I don't even get a moment to just, like, sit down and just relax, and I had to, like, someday just be, like, okay, no, like, you did a lot of stuff or you got a lot of stuff done yesterday or this past couple weeks, like, just even just for an hour or two, just sit down and just enjoy some peace and quiet, right. like, and that, for me, it was so hard because I would always feel like, like, there's no time in college yes. where there's nothing to do. And I would feel like, okay, if I'm awake during this hour, there's something that I could be doing, some Same. homework, even if I sit here and watch TV, there's some homework that I should be doing when that's not even allowing me to relax. So I'm still Literally. doing some work. And so it just kind of took me a moment to like really think about that. And then also I had to kind of reassess my goals because at, at one point I would like start getting into this thing of like comparing myself to other students oh, I knew, like other, like even people on the same journey as me, like my friends applying to medical school right now yeah. like it's like I'm not in the position right now to do that and so and then it was like I kind of felt a little bad I was like 
dang like am I really in the right position or like you just get kind of you can go down into a hole of like just self-doubt and just all these negative things when you just have to realize like I'm here I'm doing what I need to be doing I got through last year right it's like it's just a constant reminder of telling yourself like just get through the next day and just be happy that you got through the day you just went through like take the the good things in the little moments because there's always going to be something else that you can worry about there's always Mm going to be somebody else that you can worry about there's always going to be something else like and you just have to kind of keep yourself self-motivated and keep people around you that are kind of you know like thinking about those same things people who are still worrying about their future or not worrying but like still motivated and wanting to progress towards a good future but also people who can like sit down and help you just take a moment to just have fun like even if you go on a weekday and just go out to dinner like just taking those small moments to help you keep going because without those small moments you get into a hole of just work and it's easy to just get depressed and just down about all the things you have to worry about and think about tomorrow and it was just like I kind of I was just getting so like upset and stressed and just it's easy to just get overwhelmed with all the different thoughts of what you could be doing wrong so you have to like think about those small things that you're doing right and the small ways you're impacting and making other people's day better just with a smile. Before we go forward, I want to share something that my mentor told me and it, it like follows me around. I was discussing like imposter syndrome and taking up space and she said that comparison is the thief of joy and I seen it on TikTok and I was like, wow, like this is everywhere. But I feel like especially being you know, getting ready for the MCAT and like application cycles. That is something that I have to like sear into my head because there are so many ways that you are a perfect candidate and that you are ideal to somebody's medical school. And it's, it can be hard to recognize that. So I I definitely, I understand that in so many ways and my heart goes out to you. (laughs) Thank you. So kind of going off um, the things that we've talked about, like with OSU and the resources that we have, do you guys think that you are supported here from OSU or how do you see like the faculty helping or staff being kind of mindful and cognizant of the intersectionality of race and the influences it has on our mental health? I wouldn't say from OSU at all, I think. Yeah, I don't think at all. I mean, I've only been here for like, what, one year and then whatever, how long we've been here starting school. But I would say it all really comes from my friends and my family. Like, I'm trying to think about the resources that I've seen OSU have besides the clubs, like Black Men's Health Coalition and then Black Students in Psychology and Neuroscience. Like, I feel like these are the clubs and things that really, like, provide me with those mental health resources and, like, uplift me and, like, give me those things that I need. But, yeah, I would say from OSU, no. Not me personally, at least. I don't know. Girl, I'm on the same boat as you. <laughs> I just talked to Because literally, like, I cannot remember a single time where I thought, where I've been in, like, a situation I thought I could probably say that OSU helped me with. I feel like, like you said, it was more of, like, my friends and the people I surround myself with. Because I feel like that's another thing why I'm so... Because, like, I'm big on, like, relationships and, like, friendships. Because it's, like, they're really the people who, who help, like, uplift you and like really just like bring you and like support you really because I feel like within the groups you surround yourself with and like the even like student clubs you go to it's just like a community of people 
you can find who you can like relate to and like find the share like similar experiences with and just be like oh you're da da too that's i'm in the same boat as you like yeah i would say like it's just more like support group and like friends rather than osu osu there is like no noise with them i'm uh, sorry <laughs> i i agree to an extent i feel like black people as a collective we are very community based especially when it comes to like sharing our trauma we're not gonna go to those white spaces and do those things and that's completely valid i I personally don't want to go sit in a white woman's face and tell her about my life Mm -hmm. but i feel like there are staff and faculty that i can reach out to that are able to provide me with like a sense of some dr paulson is the advisor for our organization and she does a really good job of like making sure that we are all on the same page. And it's not necessarily like a personal thing, but it's just like, okay, Nevaeh, I'm, I'm able to, like, I understand what you're saying to me and I'm able to connect you to other people. And unfortunately, a lot of the time it is like venturing out of OSU, which is unfortunate, but I do think there isn't OSU programs that are designed to emphasize what we're going through or to support us. But I know that there are select staff and faculty who are able to who are willing to do the work to like support us it's just hard when we don't have faculty that look like us that are able to go in those spaces and say hey we have to you know rely on reaching out to somebody who's like oh i understand what you're saying even though i don't experience it so this is what i can do for you and Mm -hmm. i think that is more of like what i've experienced here at osu i would kind of say the same thing for me like I don't really know of any support from OSU directly except like the student disability services. Mm-hmm. I know a few people who have used their, those services, but that's kind of related to like more academic things like testing mm-hmm. options and stuff like that. So I don't necessarily know how that helps with mental health specifically. But for me, like I have, she's a, an advisor for my org, the vice president. Not to plug, but minority <laughs> collegiate outreach and support team. We kind of like work in the community in Columbus and like kind of help the like minorities in high school and stuff like with opportunities for higher education. So like with a role kind of trying to be that bridge for me, I, I look to her. She's Dr. Uh, Dorinda Gallant. She kind of like helps us navigate the situation and kind of be for those students what we wish we had right and so we kind of try and talk to them about like things like this that we experience in college things like mental health things like how to be away from home and navigate adulthood and things like that so i can i would say from her like she's a faculty here but like osu specifically i kind of haven't seen any resources or anything from so like in a perfect world what would you say like or suggest to accommodate the issues and things that we see here with mental health and the support that we have, the resources that we have. It can be here, it can be like even bigger than, like it can be in Columbus. Just what do you guys think is a place to start or something that's already kind of started that can continue and grow to increase the amount of help that we can give those who are struggling with mental health. For me, I'm going to emphasize the clubs again. You know, I am kind of biased since, you know, we are in work, (laughs) but I feel like if OSU maybe works more directly with the clubs that they have. I agree. Like, I feel like it's very much we all work with each other. You know, they do give us 
We're just now even starting with that, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even for Black Men's Mental Health Coalition, the other day, we did a collab with BSA. That was new for me. I was like, okay. Yeah. And it was big, and a lot of people got the resources and stuff there. And I'm like, if this is even on an even more larger scale with the university, working more to amplify these clubs, like, I know there's a lot of us, but I feel like they could come from here and, like, just upscale it. Like, even what we're doing now, they can make it something even more bigger that the resources get out to more people. So I feel like if they mobilize and use the resources that we have already given them just by being ourselves and starting these clubs and having passion for these projects, then it could be even something way greater and something even more bigger that a lot more students on campus can get a hold of. I agree with that. It doesn't even have to be, like, just the clubs. It could be, like, even, like, outside, like, places, resources, like, similar to, like, Black Mentalist Coalition or Black Students in Europe in psychology and neuroscience because I feel like outside of, like, outside of OSU, it's kind of hard to, like, find those, like, spaces for us, finding, like, spaces for Black students because it's kind of, like, they don't really, like, emphasize it the way they, like, emphasize other, like, basic, like, resources that they give out. So, yeah, I don't really have much to say because it was, like, similar to what you said, Samola. So, Mm. yeah. I think working with Udima now, there is a lot of potential with what we'll be able to do. I feel like even even the fact that Udima is being reactivated as, um, I, I think it's called a chapter now, is, I think, it gives me a lot of hope because like you said, we, at, we're community-based. Like we work together as orgs to make sure that we're making those plugs and connections. And even though it's very fresh and very new to us, I think even just having the opportunity to explore those things, like getting the newsletter from Ujima, there, you know, they talk about the poetry slams that are going on and access to like barbershop talks that we're gonna have coming up. And I think even just like the slightest bit of that information is is really beneficial so like to upscale that and to make that accessible to all students who aren't necessarily like oh I'm I'm looking for black clubs it I don't want it to well no I do like black exclusive spaces but um like having that information at your fingertips even if you're not involved in an org is something that I think is a more ideal because some people aren't org people some people aren't Mm -hmm. people that are dedicated to clubs that want to show up once a week twice a week every other week some people are oh this is a poetry slam that's happening once i want to go i want to check this out this is something new to me or or this is like you know just just access like the newsletters i i think those are really easy to like comprehend and they give information to such a vast amount of people it gives us the opportunity to engage with general body members regular students new students fresh faces transfer students people that aren't necessarily already acclimated into our communities and i think that is ideal so i agree with what you said as well but yeah i think more generalized things like that are great tools so kind of looking into the resources that we already know or that maybe we have utilized or some of our friends have. Do you guys want to kind of like share, go around and plug in those resources for the people that are listening to let them know like some different things that they can do or places they can go to get some of that help? And then you can also just the opportunity to, like you said, talk about the orgs that you're in and what um, you guys have to offer uh, for people to see if that's a space that they uh, may want to come 
to get help and just, you know, be around other like-minded people and people who are going kind of through the same or similar things as them and like find friends and, you know, just fellowship with each other around campus. I would definitely say Black Mental Health Coalition guys, you know, last year I was a member and I don't know, like, I would definitely say it's a great space to where I'm not saying this is just coming in, y'all, but you know, it's a great space to where like just de-stressing from like the outside environment. Like I was really surprised about like the amount of people and like types of people I met there. I was just like, wow, like we're all so different, but we all like come together with this like-mindedness to like want to bridge this gap in mental health. And I don't know, even just a place to talk about our problems and like the things that we're trying to change and work together to fix the situations that we're in. And then of course there's clubs where you just like get to have that impact. Cause I'm also an MCOS as Nia was talking about. And I don't know, I love that through the volunteering and different opportunities, it's kind of like giving somebody something that you wish that you had when you were in their position, if that makes sense. Like, like going out to talk to these high schoolers and different people and it's like, wow, okay, I wish I had this, but it's great. And it's like, a really great impact. And then of course, black students in psychology and neuroscience, of course, I actually went to you guys' ice cream social. And yeah, it's the same feeling, like just seeing all different types of people and you're like, these people are cool. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Black Mental Health Coalition. I've, I found out them, the, well, I was gonna say I found out about them last year, but I was new last year, so it's kind of weird to find them out when you're just new. But yeah, black, BMHC, it was definitely a great community for me to feel like vulnerable. I felt comfortable like, like being like vulnerable with other people rather than just because like I don't really like before I didn't really like share my emotions like that but like just being vulnerable with other people seeing other people be comfortable with being vulnerable it's just like oh this is this is really nice and even if just like outside of the events that focus on like mental talks and stuff just like the fun events like I know they had like a movie night or like a game night just like to like come in and just like meet new people meet other black students on campus and just like make connections with them it's just like a nice space to just like come in whether you like you're like a consistent member or just like want to come in every once in a while it's definitely nice place and also black students in psychology and neuroscience last year we were like just bsp black students in psychology but i feel like it was a great it was a great chance this year was a great idea for us to expand to neuroscience students because especially since in the psych department it's very hard to find like <laughs> people like us so whenever i see like another black psych student in one of my classes was like, oh, hey, I haven't seen her before. Like, I want to know more about her. So just like being able to like create these spaces for us to like meet new people and just like learn about each other. It, it's a great, it's just like a nice opportunity to just know that like we're not alone in like this journey we're going and that there are other people with us who are here to like support us and want us to see us achieve as well. Yeah. I think there are a lot of orgs, like if you can find an org that's associated with your major, it's always beneficial, like being a part of MAPS or, or, or your pre-profession is like, it's amazing because then you have the the academic space to like kind of complain. You don't have to throw like, oh, and you know, you don't have to throw in those like prefaces or like hold yourself back. Like when I go to MAPS, I don't feel the need to like you know, limit what I say or how I say it or what I say mm -hmm. because I'm like, I'm around a whole bunch 
of people who experience, if not the same thing, something very similar. And I don't have to sugarcoat and I don't have to like lie about it or, you know, be sweet with it. So I definitely think if you can find like an org that's associated, a black org that's associated or a mi minority org associated with your major, that always helps, especially in academia. But um, SLDS, I, I genuinely appreciate everything that they're willing and able to do along with ODI. I feel like those are more general and they're like more general academia based. They're not necessarily tied to your major. So, you know, going into major spaces, complaining about like GEs or something might not work for everybody. But SLDS and um, ODI, I think those are great spaces just to find like community. Um, I think community is really like one of the best therapies along with taking the time to like reflect. But yeah, ODI, SLDS, BSPN, check us out we're great black mental health coalition i think or caucus coalition coalition yeah. okay i'm sorry I had to think think um they offer the guys offer a lot of where like it's like a vulnerable space where i'm not in there like pouring out my heart but i'm also not in there like oh if y'all can see me i'm just looking like, <laughs> yeah like it's it's a nice space there's a sense of welcoming and there's a sense of like hominess you know like it, there's comfort there so yeah um, I think for me, I, I've worked a lot with ODI and through LSAMP. LSAMP is like a, a minority uh, progression for like students in STEM. And so they kind of like provide you with like professional opportunities and things like that. If you're like pre-med, pre-dental, all the things for minorities and like get you connected with internships and just kind of provide those opportunities for us that we may not get. So we work a lot with like ODI, the writing center and things like that to like help people go for, um, they can help you a lot with the academic side and the academic stresses that could come with uh, being a minority at a PWI. And then I already mentioned MCOS before. And then also like, uh, like you said, for like finding things with your major, I'm pre-med, but like I know a lot of people in Nesby I love Nesby. Um, Nesby, yeah. like, they go crazy for that. And I think yes. I like the mission and everything behind it. Uh, my cousin's in it, and she just raves about it. They go on conferences and all Literally. that stuff. So I think that's very helpful because engineering seems like it can be a, a very difficult, uh, like, major and thing yeah. also. So I think that will help. And then also OSU's uh, Black Queer Coalition. Yeah. Uh, I heard a lot about that also recently. Um, a lot of people are saying that it's a good uh, space for black LGBTQ plus students and allies to just go and see how they can be supportive to um, those people and be more representative and be just how to like support the initiative that they have and just, you know, just be ourselves in all of these spaces. I think all the things that we've created here at OSU, even though we may not get things directly from OSU, the spaces that we've created as black students for ourselves and each other are really good and it just allows everyone to be comfortable in who they are and comfortable with each other. So is there anything else that you guys want to share? Like any questions you think we should also talk about? Anything that we should bring up? I just have a couple comments. For them, like more manual resources, I'll call them, like the counseling services, like stuff like that. At our last event for VMHC, we worked to put that all together. So if you're looking for those, since I'm the marketing chair, I'll put them on Instagram and you guys can come check it out. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like I love how every single black org or like the ones I've seen, I'm pretty sure there's more out there, but they always put mental health 
at the forefront and that just makes sense i feel like because right. it really impacts a lot yeah. like we said before but yeah like how bsa did the pain sip with us you know black caucus doing the mental health discussion last year and then this as well then bspn all you guys do and yeah i feel like it's just very i guess wholesome to me it's just very heartwarming to me that we're all working to try to better ourselves mentally and then also professionally as well so yeah BSPM will be hosting an outing with REACH, which is suicide prevention care and aid. So that'll be a great opportunity to meet like-minded individuals who are, you know, kind of looking for the same resources and we'll all be getting trainings so and get certified and get you a button, you know, look real cute and, you know, be on your scholarly stuff. Yes, I'm the mark, again, I'm the marketing chair for BSPN. So I'll definitely look out for a future Instagram post or group me post about the suicide prevention event. It will be coming soon, sometime in October. So yeah, definitely look out for that. It's a great opportunity. Okay, well. That's all the questions that I had. I really appreciate you guys being here and, you know, sharing your opinions and thoughts about this. I think it's very important, the conversation that we had, just to talk to people and let them know, like, there's people going through the same thing as you, but there's also places and space that you can go to talk about it and then get help for the things that you're experiencing. So, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. This was fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We would like to extend our special thanks to the Black Mental Health Coalition and Black Students in Psychology and Neuroscience for joining us today and discussing a key topic surrounding our mental health. Thank you all for tuning in to Melanated Discussions. If you would like to pitch questions, speakers, topics, or learn more about the Black Caucus, please visit our Instagram at O-S-U-B-L-A-C-K-C-A-U-C-U-S. O-S-U Black Caucus. Thank you.